one of my favorite scriptures here. We're going to read that. Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Psalms 91. And he who dwelleth in the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord that he is my my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence. Verse um, 4 says this, And he shall cover you with his wet feathers, and under his wings uh, he shall find protection. His faithfulness shall be your shield and your wall. Five, and you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor by the arrows that flyeth in the day. Nine, nor of pestilence that pursue in darkness, nor of the destruction that strikes at noonday. Seven, and a thousand may fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with thy eyes shall thy behold and see the rewards of the wicked. Verse 9, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your diligent dwelling place. Verse 10 says, and there shall be no evil befall you, neither shall any plagues come near your tents. That's it. That's the first 10 verses of Psalms. 91. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the word tonight, and we thank you for giving us a hiding place in you. We thank you, God. We we give you glory, and we give you honor, and, and Father, we just need you tonight. We need you more than every necessary need. We need you for breath and life. We thank you for holding us in the palm of your hand all night long and all all day long, God. We know that we all go through obstacles and we're all going through things. But we thank you, God, for just being our God. We thank you for holding those hands in the middle of trials. We thank you for keeping our families safe. We thank you for just the little things, God, more than the big things, but the little things that I'm still, we're all still alive tonight in our right minds and the activity of our limbs, and we know that you're God. You are our God. We take it personal, God, that you're our God, and we belong to you, God, and in the midst of everything and anything. We thank you for just us breath tonight because somebody that woke up this morning died today, but we're still yet alive. And we give you thanks and honor and glory, and we're standing on your word, God. Sometimes we don't understand Sometimes we don't know, and some we try to figure out, God, because, well, we know you're God. In the midst of our tears, thank you for blessing us with our children, our grandchildren, our jobs, and those who don't have jobs, God. You promised us you would meet all of our needs. 
according to your riches by Christ Jesus. So we're standing and we're waiting for you to manifest yourself in your lives. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do tonight. In the word, God, thank you. Give us just one word, God, to cover us, cover us and to comfort comfort us in a time of need and knowing what all things are going around us, God, even the whole world. But you know that you hold everything in the palm of your hand, including the world today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Well, praise God, saints, and those of you that are there who want to talk and those who just don't want to talk, that's fine. Just it'll give me more space to to say something. But amen, I uh, get myself a good time with God all day long in the evening time. And um, so what we're going to go back to where we were last week. Last week we were in the book of Isaiah, or Isaiah, Old Testament. Now I'll give you time to find it. Isaiah 41. I'm going to go back to Isaiah 41, Old Testament. Isaiah 41 in the Old Testament. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 41. Isaiah was a one of the most dynamic prophets in the Bible. It was one of those prophets that if God spoke a word coming out of his mouth, that it did it came to pass. Isaiah was a man that was completely de- dedicated himself to God his whole life. Isaiah was a man that wrote 66 books in this Bible. There's 66 chapters in the Bible, and this Bible uh, reflects um, the Bible itself. Because even in the Bible itself, there's 66 books. So he reflects himself in every book, even in the book of Isaiah. Um, Again, God loved him and he loved God and he he set out to proclaim the word of God. Just like we have to do today, complain, um, proclaim the word of God. Um, we're all living in a time that we know that there's turmoil in our lives. And from the t- time to time in the last couple of weeks, we spoke about fear. And not knowing what tomorrow is going to bring, that God just allowed the allowed the enemy to to shake fear on the earth, whether it's in England, France, um, China, Israel, every place right now on the earth, there's some people that are walking in total fear, whether it's fear for tomorrow, fear a place to eat, fear to lie down at night. But the world is walking in fear. Well, what is fear? Fear is not knowing what's going to happen. Sometimes it's fear of, of fear itself, like 
when we were little children sometimes people would go to a little movie and the movie would be so scary that I would close my eyes and just wait till that part of the scene go past. When we get older, we also walk in fear. Sometimes we walk in fear when we don't um, don't have a job or we're in fear when we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Bring we go in fear sometimes because we don't understand a lot of things. But the Bible says this to um, lean not to um, his to your own understanding, but in all ways acknowledge Him and He will direct our path. So God has a plan. God has a path for us to follow when we give our lives to Christ. Okay. Now, at this particular point in the book of of, um, Isaiah, I'm going to go back a little bit for last night or the other night, last week. Um, Isaiah 40. And, okay, and Isaiah 40. We'll read this real quick. Isaiah 40, it says, first, first verse, Isaiah 40. He says, comfort, comfort, oh, comfort me, um, says the Lord God. Speak kindly, O Jerusalem, and cry to her at her warfare is ended and that her iniquity has been pardoned that she has received of the hand of the Lord well the book of Isaiah here um, the people had gone back into sin for example many years ago there were times that Israel and Judah they were basically the same people, one particular tribe, another or another tribe. But they had fallen into sin again. There were times in the Old Testament, um, especially when they first came out of uh, bondage and they came into Egypt, out of Egypt into the new land, that God would bless them and they would go back to their sin. They would begin to follow their strange gods. In other words, um, they might... Let's put, in modern-day language, there are times that, let's say, they might have gone to the clubs. They might have been hanging out. They might have just been having sex out of wedlock. They could have been doing all kinds of things, okay? And then um, then all of a sudden, God just sent a thing, gave things to them to make them be in bondage, make them be lost because they were walking and and against the will of God. God does not want us to not walk in the will of him. He wants us to live in his image. That's why he made us look like him, act like him, walk like him, talk like him, not like in the animal kingdom. The animal kingdom, um, God speaks and they do, they answer. But human beings have a mindset um, to know what is right and what is wrong. Animals move by instinct. They love to hate. They want to eat. They want to not want to eat. They want to kill or be killed. But human beings are made in the image of God, and they can make decisions whether they live right or do wrong. Where here was Israel, 
and Judah, and they decided they wanted to stray from the path of God. And so they began to walk in God's sin. And so the, the, the 40th verse, when it talks about being comforted, they had walked in so much sin, and God was going to give them a little time to stay in their sin. But he came to them and said, he said, comfort. That means be at peace. Don't be so worried. He says, he says, comfort me, my people, saying, your God, the God talking back to Israel and Judah again now, and says, don't worry. I'm coming back to help bring you out of your mess. But sometimes God allows us to go through stuff because we don't do what he says. He doesn't listen to us. He'll, we'll do what we want. When you come into the, you come in and you begin to know what God wants us for our life, we have to learn to listen to him. Well, Israel and Judah was not listening to God. They were not answering what God told them to do. So therefore, God said, I'm going to let you go through some problems. I'm going to let you be bankrupt. I'm going to let you be struck, frustrated. I want you to be in a position that you're going to have to answer to me. You're going to have to learn to depend on me uh, and the things of God. Okay. So now we'll go back to the 40. In the book of Isaiah, we're in the book of Isaiah now. Um, and the 41st chapter now. Um, our most principal verses of this, these scriptures are, uh, are here to make you understand that God loves you and that God's going to bring you out of what, whatever you're into, but God loves us. Our form, our prayer, the, the most important scriptures we're going to go through tonight, we're going to be talking about being, um, an eagle. In other words, we're going to go through verses, um, 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 talking about the eagle itself and how God wants us to be able to go beyond our shortfalls and in spite of all that we're doing, um, we have to learn um, to trust in the Lord and do good. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to, for us to to trust in Him, believe in Him, love Him, no matter what's going on. We're going to go back into again the book of um, Isaiah 41. God led me back that way again tonight, like we did last week, about how we have to learn to trust in God. And when God repeats a subject, it's usually because he wants us all um, to understand what he's saying to us. Because we're in a time where we must um, learn to trust in God. If there's ever a time in our lives, we must trust in him. There's no doubt of all these things that are going around in our lives today with fear. We must learn to trust in God. Um, it's good to have a lot of money, 
But you know what? God can blow a hand on us. And the next day, um, everything can be blown away. So we can have hands, uh, cars and land, but relationships, relationships are more important um, than anything in itself. And my primary verses, again, what end up being out of Isaiah 41. Again, Isaiah 41. It says, gosh, we got to trust in the Lord. And it's talking about how the eagle's wings and how we have to learn um, to hold on to him no matter um, what's happening. Amen. All righty. Okay. All right. Let's pray again. Father, we thank you for the word and we thank you um, for the Holy Ghost and power. We thank you for holding us in the palm of your hand. God, we thank you for just the present help in the time of need. God, we love you. We need you. We adore you. God, even in our secret places, God, in those those things that we don't want nobody to know about, we tell you thank you. We don't understand why we're going through great disasters and deaths and devastations and no money, but God, we tell you thank you. And we're standing on your word. We're holding on to your word. We're praying your word. We're believing your word. And God, you said you promised you was provide all of our needs. You said that you'd love us no matter what we're going through. You, you, we, 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 we speak that death shall not touch us anymore, our family members. We speak that you would provide all of our needs. You, you speak that you are God. And there's no other God like unto you, God. We know, God, that you're able. Your word says that it, you're able to do anything, anything. And so we're standing. For your word says that nothing shall be impossible. And so, God, we thank you for that impossibility that's coming possible. We thank you in advance, God, for what the word. God, set the word step into our hearts. God, hide us behind the cross. God, hide us that we can't be seen. Hide us in your word and in your blood. And we plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, our bodies, and our spirits, God, that we might not sin against you. God, keep us in your perfect peace with a mind that stayed on you. Hold us, God, in the midnight hours. Hold us in our tears. Hold us in our shortcomings. Hold us, God, and feed us from on heaven in the word of God. Amen and amen. Praise God. We thank you um, for being here on the line, whoever's here. And we're going to go in to the word of God just like we did um, the other week. Amen, amen. All righty. Now, I guess we're going to go to Isaiah 41, and we're going to go down to, um, let's 
I was studying last week about the characteristics of of, an, of, of the eagle. And the reason is um, the eagle was years ago one of the most prominent or one of the most favorite birds of different cultures because eagles were birds that flew really, really high. Eagles were, were birds that whenever there a storm came, like when it's a hurricane or something like that, the eagle would go up higher, high, high as you could possibly go up. So when the storm goes through, and even, it's like people, we have to do the same thing. That when the word, when the word, the world gets crazy and things go, get really bad, we have to learn to hide ourselves in God. Like an eagle, go up high, beyond your storms, beyond your devastations, beyond everything that's around us. We have to learn to trust God. Well, like the eagle. It trusted God by just moving, moving up higher. You know, no matter what goes on in your life, we have to learn to trust in Him. And the Word says, this, it says to trust in God. And sometimes it's hard to trust in God when it looks like everything's going wrong around you. I don't know about you, but I know I've had so many times in my life, and I probably will have some more, when... Um, there will be a time when it seems like it's very hard um, to trust God. And that's times that I just say, you know what, I just need to pray. And I can't, I can't, I can't personally. I'm one of those people when I have to pray, I have to cry and I have to cry and I have to pray and I have to talk to God. And some people say, well, God's not hard of hearing, so why you continue to cry? But that's the way I feel. I just feel that this, I need to vent. I have to be, talk to God because we have to learn like Moses. God spoke of Moses being one of his best, his best friends. And when you go through a lot of trials, if you had body issues with, with being sicknesses and diseases or when you have death in your family and it looks like everybody's dying around you, it feels like there's a loss. And sometimes there is a loss, but it's a spiritual loss. Um, when, like when you when you lose your mother, you lose your father. The times in life I've said to myself, God, I'm all alone. But because the word says this, it says that he shall never leave you or forsake you even to the ends of the earth. That's exactly what he says that he's going to do. But for trust, for us sometimes, trust is really hard. When there's no money, there's no car, or the children are crazy, the dog died, and that's when you really have to trust. Well, trust means I believe that whatever God told us to do is what he's going to do. The enemy himself, there, what is happening now is Outright, there is a spiritual warfare. There's a war between the godly and the ungodly. And sometimes it looks like the ungodly people seem like they're prospering more than the ones that are not, um, that, that love God. Because the enemy is out, set out to destroy us. The enemy is out to destroy us of everything we own 
everything we have. And most of all, the enemy wants to destroy our minds. Because if I get your mind, I got the rest of you. If I got your mind, you... If I've got your mind, we're in the book of Isaiah 41. Again, like we did the other night. If I've got your mind, um, I can get the rest of you. So we're going through a spiritual warfare in our mind against everything. And it seems like even as a... When the Bible, um, when we're little, even little kids, they'll say, Little Johnny, did you do so and so? And little Johnny will say no. Why? Because sin is built into us from a little child. So we have to know that God is loves us, and it's a battle for all our lives. People say to us, well, how long will this last? Um, how long will we have to go through this? Well, the truth is this. No long, as long as we're in this body, we will go through something, whether it's sickness, disease, problems, divorces, um, anything. So we're going through a spiritual Bible. I just feel the Holy Spirit told me to tell you. Okay, let's well, let's switch up. Um, let's go to Ephesians six and ten, because that's what God just told me right now. I heard it in my spirit. Ephesians 6 and 10. Ephesians, New Testament, 6 and 10. Talking about the weapons of our warfare. And that's what God does sometimes. He'll he'll switch it up because he knows who's on the line. And so we have to be led. Um, The Bible says it's to be led. We're led um, by of the Spirit of God. Okay. So now, we're we're going to this because actually the Holy Spirit told me that. So Ephesians 6 and 10. The book of Ephesians is a book written by Paul. It's the third, it's the last book in the Bible. And Paul was talking to the Ephesians, the church of Ephesus. And in the book of Ephesus, thank you, and the book of Ephesus was teaching us about how to fight against the enemy. The enemy, which is the spirit of Satan himself, that's the bottom line. Okay. And this is who we are fighting against, against as Christian believers. Okay. So, Ephesians 6 and 10. Ephesians 6 and 10. Paul speaking. Paul saying, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Okay. Yes, sir. So, He's saying now, I finished this book, and this is the end of the book. But now I want you to recognize who are you fighting. You're not fighting just the air. This is just somebody in friendly fire. But this is somebody 
that's coming against us to take you out at all costs. I'm not going to pity pat you. We're going to play jump rope together. But in the end, there's a spiritual warfare. There's a fight between good and evil. There's a fight between right and wrong. There's a fight between the spirits of the, the, the things of, of darkness and high places. So I want you to recognize what you're fighting. So we have to recognize the, the spirits that'll just go sit in your in your mind and say to you, "Oh well, I don't feel like going to church today. I don't have to feel like doing anything." Everybody hates me, so why do I talk? Why do I do anything? These are spirits. They're satanic spirits that are sent out to destroy you. You just can't go into church and come out the same way. There's a thing that God wants us to be a part of. And part of that is to give our life to Christ. And once you give your life to Christ, there's a bigger obstacle. Because we're right in saying, Let's go to church. And the left hand saying, why? Why do, I, why, do, why do I go anywhere? I have to cook. I have to clean. I have to wash. So it's diametrically opposing a fight against our spirit man, our outer man. There is the inner man, the outer man. Okay. Okay. And then the soul of the spirit of God. And in that, there is the fight. Pray. He says that. He says, again, he says, I want you to know, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord. So Paul is telling, Paul's telling, telling the church, this church of Ephesus, I want you to be strong. So does that mean that the possibility they were a little weak? Well, it's a possible thing because he said, he says, finally, my brethren, finally, my church, finally, my friends, be strong. Don't wimp out, don't fall out, don't get out, but be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The power of his might. In other words, it says, he's telling to you, church, I want you to acquire, I want you to acquire strength. I want you to be strong. I want you to be enabled. I want you to be strengthened. I want you to increase in your strength. Finally, my brother, be strong, be empowered in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Now, it's not in in my might, not in anybody else's might. He said, but you be strong in me. Okay? My outer side might be Glenda, but my inside that's the power, the power within you. That's what Paul's telling us, to be strong. Finally, at the end of the chapter, I need you to know who you are and be in the power of his, Jesus' might. Okay. Verse 11 says this. It says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. Now, the first thing he says, put on, put on, put on strength. That's almost.
almost like when you see a person putting on a shirt, putting an attire on. So you're putting something else on you that you didn't have from the beginning. So put on the, the whole armor. Okay. The whole armor. The whole, the entire armor. Put on the full armor of God. Almost like being this big old statue made of tin. And your whole body is inside of it. So you can't be killed. You can't be slaughtered. You can't be taken out of the battle. Because you're covered. You're covered with the blood of Jesus. You're covered so you can't be taken out. Covered so you can't be be killed. So this is your covering. You're covering with the armor of Jesus Christ. You're covered under the blood. You're covered through his words. You're covered with everything. Why? Because you are now, you are commanded um, through Paul by Jesus Christ to put on your armor, your spiritual armor, like your physical clothes. But Paul's telling us at the end of this chapter, you need to put on your armor. Know how to fight. How to war against the mind that tells you, do this one day and do that one day. Put on the whole, the entire things of God so that you will be able to stand. He didn't say you might not waver a little bit. Sometimes you might duck and weave. But he says, put on the whole armor that you would be able to do what? Stand. Stand, don't move. Stand, don't give up. Stand, stand, don't don't fall out. Stand, because Christ is the king. Christ is the holy one. And then he says, he says this, but stand in the power of his might, his strength, his holiness, and put on the whole armor, armor, armor. Okay, and the armor, just for example, you have this um, armored vessel, and on this armor, it's protecting you. Let's say, for example, the red, the your body. Your body on the outside is the flesh, but on the inside, you have ribs, you have shoulders, you have your back, you have your hips, you have everything, okay? Well, this is your armor outer, your your outer armor to protect you, okay? Okay, in the natural, but the spiritual realm is your word of God, okay? Your word of God. You're at those things that God has given us to protect us. You have the outer armor, but you have your inner armor. And you have to have all of your armor. In other words, you can't be so heavenly minded, no earthly good. Because you could just walk right into a car and kill yourself while you've got your, your armor on. We've got to use wisdom. The Bible says this, that wisdom is the principal thing. But Paul is giving us all the the tools to 
go into battle and to come out to battle victoriously. And we don't, we cannot go into battle with a little bit of armor. We have to be armored with everything. Physically, your coat, your hat, your knee coverings, your shield of faith. Spiritually, your word, your prayer life, your, 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 your the living holy, all these things. So these are armors that protect you from the beginning of your life to the end of your life. Okay. Now, Paul lists all the armors of this of his body. Okay. And this he talks about here the different different uh, equipment on the body. Now, now, for example, it says number twelve, verse twelve. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but not but against principalities, okay, against powers and against rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness and high places. So you mean there's wickedness in high places? Yes, there are. Yeah. I don't want to focus so much on wickedness, wickedness in high places, but yes, there are wickedness in high places. Remember in the Old Testament, when Job went to God and said, can I touch him? Can I affect his life? And God went back and told him, he says, go ahead. He said, but just don't touch his soul. So he killed, he allowed him to kill his children and all his crops, his everything that he had, okay? So we have to be able to recognize and put on the whole armor of God. It says, and so he's talking about, um, it says, principalities. The word principalities means rulers of darkness. Wicked spirits in high places against rulers of darkness and of this world. Okay. Witchcraft, aggravation, all frustration, wickedness in high places to frustrate us, aggravate us, and everything else. This wickedness in high places. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Okay, so yes, there will be enemies sent out things to distract you and to stop you. But here God is giving us the equipment to learn to do and protect yourself, your children, your families, your jobs, your cousins, aunts, uncles, anybody else. When you have the ability to read your Bible, to pray, and to talk to God, is giving you the equipment so you can take down the enemy. Okay. Verse 13, um, Ephesians 6, verse 13. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. So there will be some evil days, yes. There's going to be some ag- aggravations, yeah. There's going to be some frustration, yeah. You're going to feel like you don't know what to do when you want to do. You don't. You just don't understand. 
uh, the car brakes, like I said, the dog, everything goes on because there are times in a life that the enemy comes out purposely to frustrate you. Because if I can get you frustrated, you can start cursing. If I get you frustrated, you can give up. When I get you frustrated, you get mad. When I get you frustrated, you don't understand, I have to say. All you know is just mad the rest of the day. You're frustrated. Because if I can get you frustrated long enough, you won't focus. If I get you frustrated long enough, you don't understand. I've got to say anything else because you're just mad. And you're like, at one point, you don't even know why you're mad. Okay. That's why he says, in the evil day, having done all to do, stand. So when you're frustrated like that, you just stand. Put on your armor and stand. No matter what, stand. No matter what happens, shut your mouth and stand. Evil day, stand. I don't know what's happening. I don't care right now because sometimes we just have to stand there for in the evil day, having all you can do when you can't do nothing else. Just stand. Amen. Verse 14 says this, stand therefore. He's saying it again. Stand two times. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about you with truth, and having one, having on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness means being in the right standing with God. Righteousness means not your righteousness, but standing like the Bible says, in the righteousness. So in other words, I'm standing, I'm in the right standing with God. Standing there for having your, your stuff, not nobody else's stuff, but standing in your loins. Girth, that means holding on to something, okay, with the truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Can we stand with righteousness? Yes, we can. The same way you can stand with other stuff, you have the capacity to stand and be in good standing in the righteousness of God. If you choose to. Verse 15 says this, And there your feet shotted with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So does that mean that we can walk walk at, with the shoes with the preparation of gospel of peace? We can't walk like a hellraiser all day long. We can't do anything we do, what we want to do, especially when we're standing and saying we are God-loving and God-fearing people of God. And your feet shod with the preparation. I'm preparing myself in the gospel of peace. Peace, peace, peace. Sometimes the hardest thing you can do is just add peace. Peace in your mind. Peace in your heart. Peace in your spirit. Because the last thing the enemy wants you to do is to have peace. Sometimes we need to study peace. You see, how do you study peace? Some The scripture says t- to study, to be quiet. Anybody can talk, 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 talk. 
what we have to learn to study to be quiet, peaceful, 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 peaceful. When you're peaceful and quiet, the enemy don't know what you're thinking. When you're peaceful and you're quiet, the enemy don't even understand and try to won't stop. Try to stop your your, your progress because you don't tell him what you're thinking. You don't know what you're doing. Because when you study to be quiet, the way the same way we study to read the Bible, the same way we study to read a book, the same way we study when you like things you really like, if it's movies, museums, articles, the same you study means to meditate. Meditate to be quiet. Meditate to think. Meditate to oper- operate. So we have to learn to study, to be quiet, okay? That's what it says. And your, your own personal feet, shod, what's on your feet, okay? But the preparation of the gospel of the peace, of peace. Study to be quiet. Verse 16, Ephesians 16, says this, Above all, the shield of faith. We cannot walk without faith. The Bible says this, that faith is the subject of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. Faith can't be seen, but it's there. Faith is through Christ. If you don't know Christ, how can you have complete faith? Now, I've met some people that don't know nothing about Christ, have good jobs and do great things because of faith. But you know what? The The best faith you can have is the faith in Christ, the invisible faith. That whatever God says can happen, it can happen because of his faith. Okay? Wherein ye shall be able to quench. Quench means stop. Stop. Quench the fiery darts of the wicked. So you can stop or quench the fiery darts of the the wicked. You mean, I can stop them? Yes. It says, the fiery darts of the wicked, like dartboard. Have you seen those little dartboards and you have little things and you throw right in them to see whether you can win the game or not? Well, here it says we're going to have, we fight against the darts of the wicked, the evil one, satanic forces. says this, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Take the helmet. Take the helmet. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. 
So now, we need to give, give our life to Christ. We're not judging. We just want to make sure that whether you're going to get off the phone, say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, save me. Lord, wash me. Lord, cleanse me. Because we don't know whether this is the last night on earth. We have no idea. That includes me. It's not just saying you too. But we have to recognize that we need to be saved. And even if we've hurt feelings or said anything wrong, whatever, we have to repent. Now, repent means turn around and not do it again. Some people repent, 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 repent. We have to turn around as 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 much as possible. Try not to continue to do the yo-yo effect. Yo, 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 this, yo, that, yo, that, yo, this, no, no. Repent and turn around. Okay. So he says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. So you mean I'm taking my salvation now that I've given my life to Christ and the sword, the sword which is to protect your mind your body and your spirit. I'm taking both, yes, salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 18 says this, praying always with all prayer and supplication. Supplication means that I'm pleading with God. God, hear my cry. God, hear my thoughts. God forgive me. God bless me. God cover my children. I'm su- I'm supplicating with God. I'm conversating with God and talking to Him, giving, crying to Him, pleading to Him, and building a relationship with Him. Watching there unto you of all perseverance. Perseverance means I'm not giving up. I'm not going out like that. I'm not going to lay down and die. I'm going to keep pleading. I'm going to keep interceding. I'm going to keep begging God. I'm going to keep asking God. And I got it because I know your prayer. I know you promised me. You said you shall provide all my needs. You said what you're going to do, what you're going to do for me. I believe you, God, and I'm standing on your promises. I'm persevering. I'm begging. I'm pleading because you are God. You are the living God, and I'm not giving up without you. That's what he says. And then Paul says, in the 19th verse, he says, And for me, that utterance, that word, may be given unto me, that I might open my mouth and boldly and be known the mysteries of the gospel. So if you've given me everything, in my prayer, God, I'm promising you I'm going to speak these utterances out of my mouth. I'm going to hear what you say. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to pray it. I'm going to live it. I'm going to just beg for it. I want to do because I need you and to partner your sins because I'm not giving up. But these are my keys, my weapons of my warfare. This is how I'm going to be taken, take the enemy down. This is how, because 
I know you promised me that you would never leave me or forsake me. These are the weapons. And that's why Paul said this again, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Father, I want you to give us the power of your might tonight. God, we thank you in advance for whatever you're doing tonight in their hearts, their minds, and their spirits. We thank you now, God, for the power of the Holy Ghost tonight. We thank you, and God, save somebody. God, fill them with the Holy Ghost. God, we don't know what tomorrow is going to be. But we beg you, we plead you, and we're standing on your word. And you said that you shall supply all of our needs. You promised us, God. We promise us, and God, we're standing on your word. We plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, our bodies, and our spirits that we not sin against you. We thank you in advance what you're going to do for tomorrow or the next day. God, we hold our children up before you in the name of Jesus. God, save our children. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. God, save our grandchildren. Save our aunts, our nieces, our nephews. Save them now, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you in advance what you're going to do tomorrow and the next day and the next day. We come against every spirit, every evil force, every imp, every devil at level. We rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. We come against every strange spirit, strange doctrine in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the DNA of Jesus Christ in our lives now in the name of Jesus. And we say that no weapon formed against us or our household shall prosper. Hallelujah. Eh, God, it must might prosper. It might live. It might try to prosper. It cannot do anything but talk. But we thank you now for the blood. We thank you for the blood, 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 God, the blood bought. We're blood bought and blood anointed in the name of Jesus. You said in your word like Esther, God, hallelujah, we don't know whether we are called to the kingdom for such a time as this. I rebuke every spirit in the name of Jesus. We come against spirits not like God in the name of Jesus. We come against everything above the earth, in the earth, below the earth, in the name of Jesus. We come against every strange doctrine, strange spirits in the name of Jesus. We come against and we pull down every stronghold, everything not like God, and we send it back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. We praise you now. We adore you now. We stand there for God. Lift us up, God, where we belong in the name of Jesus. We come against every every thief, the evil force, everything in our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. And I come against you in the name of Jesus. We thank you now in advance, God. We praise you now in advance. We magnify you now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we praise you in advance because we know that you are God in the name of Jesus. We come against this spirit, God, that's walking on this earth now to and fro. Covert 19 in the name of Jesus. God, we know, we know, and you know. We don't know, but we're standing on the word of God that nobody will become affected on this line. In the name of Jesus, we thank you now. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit that you've died on the cross 
just for us. We thank you now in the name of Jesus. We repent and we fall short. But, God, we thank you that you've given us another chance tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we're bought and but anointed. We thank you now. And we pull down every stronghold, every spirit, every devil, at every level. In the name of Jesus, we pull down every strange spirit, strange thought. In the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit, not like God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you now. Hallelujah, God, that we're blood-bought and we're blood-anointed. In the name of Jesus, we praise you. We adore you. We thank you now. God, everybody, in the name of Jesus, God, you know every home that's represented in the name of Jesus, and we thank you, we praise you, we adore you, we magnify you, for you are king of glory and mighty in battle. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, we adore you, we magnify you, God. In the name of Jesus, we come against every spirit, not like God. In the name of Jesus. I dispatch my angels in the name of Jesus right now. Every household, God, we speak every day, but come against every strange spirit. In the name of Jesus, right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, God. In the name of Jesus, every spirit, God, every spirit. Spirit that's disappointed in the name of Jesus. I come against every strange doctrine, strange force in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I thank you now. I thank you, God, for our overdose of the Holy Ghost. We thank you now, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus. We pray you now. Jesus, we adore you now. Jesus, we stand there, Mato Osha. We stand there for the thorns wrapped with truth. We stand there for the thorns wrapped with truth. The Bible says, in our inner man. God, we thank you, God. Oh, God, purge us, cleanse us, wash us, hold us in the palm of your hand. We thank you now. We come against every animal I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you. We adore you, God. We stand and we wait for the manifestation of your glory right now in the name of Jesus. Wow, thank you, Father. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, we thank you, God, we thank you, we thank you, God, there's no time, no space in God, we thank you, God, we praise you, God, for your king of glory and mighty in battle, God, in the name of Jesus, we pull down every stronghold, God, in every, we pull it down and we destroy it by fire, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. No sicknesses come near us. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. I come against every force, every force, every hidden spirit, every demonic force. We pull you down. We destroy you now. In the name of Jesus, 
We speak the the power of the Holy Ghost. You said in your word on the day of Pentecost, when we on one accord in one place, suddenly there was one, the word come from power. And we thank you, God, for the Holy Ghost and power to believe, power to destroy, power to rule up. Power to die in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against us shall prosper now. And we command the decree that we are king's kids. We command the decree that we walk in the authority of God. We command and decree that we are what God says we are. We command and decree that every demonic force die, move, shake. Go, go back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. 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 Come on, God, let's resist it. We resist it. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank between evil and good. And God has already won the battle. But the enemy comes to destroy and kill. But he has no power. No power. Hallelujah. <laughs>
Oh my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. While the world is weak, That's why the country's weak now, Hallelujah, God. Got much prayer, much power. We gotta pray, God. Hallelujah. This country's over 200 years old. Ayamasa. 
2,000 years old right now. Hallelujah, God. Now you know where you are standing in God. You know whether or not you save or not. Well, you know where you feel or not. We know when I'm a when When you keep confessing, you got to possess it. We can confess it, but not possess it. But when you confess it, and you know it. For tomorrow is not promised, but tonight. We can all close our eyes tonight, and the earth, the whole earth can disappear. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but we know what today is. We know what it is right now. And where is your life in Christ? Where is your spirit man in Christ? Are you are what you say you are? Do you do what God tells you to do? Do you what? we got to fix, find out where we really belong in Christ. Because tomorrow is not the promise. And know the weapons of your warfare. Put on the whole armor of God. That you can stand there for in the evil day. Having all to stand, stand there for with truth in your inward man, your inner parts, not your outside, because your outside gonna die and go to the ground. But your inner man that talks with God, that inner man that pleads with God, that inner man that trusts God. That's the only thing that matters. Your inner man, your inner thoughts, your inner beings. For when this body, this this mortal body lies down in the grave or burned up in a fire, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? And where will you preside? There's only two elevators. Elevator up and an elevator down. Where will you end up in eternity? The lake of fire or the other exit? Where will you end up? Where we're going to end up? We all learn people can play church, live church, be churchy. And the church is not a building. The church is your relationship with Christ. But it is in a building most of the time when we take a membership in a church. But your relationship. David says this, my soul doth magnify the Lord. He didn't say my soul magnifies my body. David said, my soul doth magnify, love the Lord. So that soul doth magnify the Lord, where will it end up in eternity? When that body lays down, what does that spirit do? 
And we all got to come to that conclusion on our own. You People could be born as a t- twin, and you could grow together and be together all your life. But when it's time for it to live, rarely people will die at the same time. So when you die, where will you, will you end up in eternity? And that's all that matters. David said this again, my soul, my insides, doth magnify the Lord. And the only way I can magnify my soul is have a relationship with Christ, an intimate relationship with Christ, not the other stuff. Now, what you dress on the outside, what makeup you put on, what clothes you wear today, what color you might want to be, purple today and green the next day, that's your outer man. But your inner man has to magnify God. Praise him, love him, read his Bible, pray, fast, relationship. That's the only thing matters. And the way you can get those benefits is knowing Christ. And you knowing Christ and knowing that who the real enemy is and the weapons of your warfare, how I can defeat the enemy, how you can be sanctified. How you can be cleansed. How you can be washed. Those are the things that matter. The other things don't matter. But relationship. Because mama can't live for you, die for you. Grandma can't live for you, die for you. Nobody can live for you or die for you but you. And we have to make decisions. Where are we going to end up? And do I have on the whole armor of God so I can withstand the enemy in the evil day? Because every day is not an evil day. But there's some days that just knock down, drag out evil. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you for the way that you took me. I thank you for the Holy Ghost and power. I thank you for moving by your power. We thank you for the intimate talk with you tonight. We thank you in advance for the moving by the power of the Holy Ghost. We dispatch our holy angels right now in the name of Jesus. I dispatch them in every place that I'm spoken to tonight in the realm of the Spirit. I dispatch my angels. In fact, I dispatch a host of angels because you told me to command ye me. So I command ye me, God. Every host, every angel, every household that's represented on this line, I dispatch them now in the Holy Ghost to provide every need, to give them the things that they need in the name of Jesus. Not what they want, God, but what they need in the name of Jesus. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. We praise you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we glorify your holy, illustrious name. Hide us behind the cross, God, that we might not want no more spiritually in your mighty illustrious holy name amen and amen thank you
All right. Amen. We thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Amen. To Amen. ELR Prophetic Shift. Amen. On tonight. Amen. I hope that you um, be able to grab the concept of the word on tonight. Amen. From Amen. My mother prophet is Amen. Lane on tonight. And um, many shouts. Amen. To my family out there. Amen. God bless you on tonight. Uh, for those who have tuned in. Amen. Constantly tune in. Amen. Throughout the week. Amen. And we just have like a couple, just a quick, a couple of announcements. Just a quick one, amen. So we know every every Thursday night we're here um, on the um, ELR Prophetic, amen, on Anchor FM. This is aired on Anchor FM um, daily, amen, on Thursday night, amen, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, amen. And on Sunday, we have our Sunday night explosion. Amen. if you guys have the time to call in, amen, we tune in. Amen. At 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. On tomorrow night, on Sunday night. Amen. Amen. We'd love for you to tune in. Tuesday night is in God's Word. Amen. By Prophet Holman. Amen. Wednesday night is the Apostolic Alignment. Amen. By Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Amen. Which is every Wednesday night and also every Thursday night. We'll continue to uh, tune in and support. Amen. Um, we definitely just have to continue. Amen. We know that our prayer life is essential. Our prayer life is essential. And we know that the word of God that we use constantly, guys, is indispensable. Amen. So we have to constantly, in order for us to use the weaponry properly, amen, we definitely have to be in God's face on a daily basis. Amen. Be in God's face constantly on the daily basis. Have a form of worship. Have a form of a, a serious hardcore relationship with him, amen, uh, intimate so tight that you will not allow the enemy to trink or in, or allow the enemy to step in, amen, allow to keep your eyes open, amen. The Bible also says watch as well as pray. And as we continue to watch and pray over the nation right now uh, that we're dealing with with COVID, amen, 19, amen. And um, this shouldn't even happen just to break weight. Uh, this took place then. But it was the time and the season for it, amen, that people actually begin to accept what's going on and uh, take it, um, not just with a grain of salt, but take it and be aware of things that are going on, not just in the natural, guys, but in the spiritual realm, amen. So we definitely have to constantly uh, keep our weapon on, amen. And uh, like I said, if you don't know how to use your weapon, the enemy will constantly find loopholes in your weapon. Amen. We do not want to allow him or even give him any time of the day or any credit. Amen. So if we ever give him the glory, amen. Like I said, once again, amen. Special shout out. Amen. Uh, God be the Lord. Amen. Amen. We have uh, my uh, cousin, amen, from State Fall. Amen. Auntie Mary, I love you. Amen. On there, if you're out there, if you're if out there. And many other ones that you Amen. I love you. Amen. For helping. Support, amen, the podcast ministry. We are on nine other platforms, amen, um, that God has truly opened up for us, and Pandora is getting ready to open up for us um, as we speak. So we just thank God for what he's doing, amen, for what he's doing in this season, amen, and as we get ready to close out, oh, I pray that everybody have a very blessed night and begin to work, you know, rest well in Jesus' name, amen. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest well abide in his kingdom forevermore. God bless you. Until we meet again next week, Thursday. Have a blessed night. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay. Good night.
Good night. Good night.